Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome D Tech Smith and Steve Mix. You are now entering the What's up, Ted Smith? We're back, Steve. Hot enough for you? Woo! Well, we were in here last week, right? Are you messing with me? No, I don't remember anymore. No, we did this last week. I know. Like, good to see you. And I was like, wait a minute. This is the third week in a row, Steve. No, we've been on a good streak. I can remember. I was like, wait, what, did we do the show last week? I'm not sure what's happening. And, bro, I got dad brain all the time. I, honestly, I don't remember. <laughs> I, I almost, when we started, almost said, hey, remember, Steve, we did one last okay, week. Okay, I should start doing that. I should like, keep it in my calendar. Did a mega cast last week. I just don't know anymore. Life's a crapshoot, man. You just don't know. It's hot out. It's finally starting to cool off. It's a nice and chilly 81 degrees outside. Very excited. <laughs> it is crazy. And it's like 80-some degrees in cloud cover. I'm like, ah, oh, thank God. Right? It's unreal. That was nuts. Like, I was reading a report that was just saying how hot things were, and it was, like, explaining that in some places, like in Oregon, like, parts of people's homes were melting, and the roads were buckling here in Washington. The roads were buckling here? Yeah. And my wife asked the question. I was just like, she's like, well, how come they don't buckle in, like, hotter areas? I'm like, well, I guess they use things that won't let it buckle. And then we're like, is it the things that they use in the other hotter areas? Is it just more expensive? And so they just figured, oh, we don't need that because we never hit 110 degrees? Part of it, and I was talking about this on the podcast last night, is temperature change. Okay. So our heat wave was record-breaking mm-hmm. because in Arizona, it's hot there all the time. Yeah. So I think that the roads and the stuff is just kind of more used to it. Right. Oh, Whereas so we're like here, expanding and Right. We were 35 above what our average is. That's what right. made it so record. I mean, right, there has been hotter temperatures other places, but that's what made it so record-breaking was that like nobody is 35 degrees above their average right, right. now. Right. What do they say? Like in Oregon, it's typically like 73, I read, and it was like 106. Right. And you're like, that, holy shoot. So that's why even the roads were like, what in the hell is going on? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. All of us were losing our minds. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that you're still alive from it all. Oh, thanks. I was worried about you. You didn't have your air conditioning? I'm like, oh, boy. <laughs> I saw people posting pictures of the thermostat and say, it is 97 degrees inside of my home. And I'm like, I don't even know. I mean, uh, I feel like a douche saying this, but like my air conditioner was having a hard time keeping up. Like it it couldn't get under 72. Yeah. I don't doubt it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we were over at, uh, on Lake Sammamish, right? At Matt's place Mm -hmm. in the golf simulator, literally, they were like, I've never seen that before. It was like, it was like has to shut down overheating. And they were like, yeah, we can't use it. We've never seen that. I was like, yeah, you should shut that down. Yeah, don't mess with that. Yeah, I mean, that it was that hot. Damn. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad we're on the other side of it now. Yeah. I mean, that was just nuts. It was so hot in New York. A pitcher was puking. I saw that. That was crazy. I've never seen that before. Yeah, you know what? You're right. In the major leagues, it's weird. Right. In beer league, I see that happen quite a bit, but that's not because of uh, heat exhaustion. (laughs) <laughs> right, <laughs> you know? and you—I've seen it in like high school and college football. But oh, it, really? Like early in the year? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because people drink too much water or whatever. But it's oh. weird to see a pro athlete like just be like, "Oh God, I'm not going to make it." I'm uh, going to give a quick shout out. Uh, you know, talking about all the heat, man. Went and did the wrestling stuff. So you know, what better way to, ha- to handle it being hot out than wrestle two nights in a row uh, in super hot weather? Yeah. Fortunately, not outdoors, but still. Like I wrestled at the Scuttlebutt Brewing at their tap house part, and so like they just like raised the garage on on Friday night. All right, and so the heat's just coming in, 
And yeah. I wrestled Warhorse, who's just awesome. Like I had one of my, I think my best match ever. Like it was the All most right. fun I've ever had in the ring. And he's like a big name in the indie circuit, and he had a blast as well. And that's always like a good feeling because like we have our match, and we even talked afterwards. He's just like. Hey, just so you know, after our match, I'm going straight to the merch table because that's how he makes his money. Yeah. And so we had our match right before intermission. So he's like, usually after you have a match, you meet up beyond, you know, peek behind the curtain, but you meet out, you know, on the other side of the curtain just to make sure everything was cool. Give each other a hug and be like, you good? I'm good. Man, that was a fun time or you effed up or whatever it may be. You, you kind of reconvene right after you get out of the, the main area and get beside, get on the other end of the curtain. So I didn't have that. And I'm like, I feel like we had a great match. The crowd was into it. I feel good about everything. But now it's like I don't see him for like the next couple, like for the next hour, hour and 15 minutes. So as like, you know, you know how it is. Like your mind plays tricks on you. So like by the, when the match ended, I'm on top of the world. But like. 45 minutes past our match. I'm like, I don't know, man. Maybe I messed up. And You're checking with guys backstage? Right. I'm did like, I, did I do that okay? Like, did you, like, you liked it? It was good. And I don't want to bug him at the merch table because you still want to kind of, even though we, everyone knows what's up with wrestling, we don't want to be selling merch next to each other and be like, hey, buddy, that was fun. We just beat each other up for about 15 minutes. Now we're selling merch together. So like, we're on one end of the room to the other. Yeah. So finally, like, Things are dying down, and I'm hanging out like by like a little bit away from the place, and I see him walking by, and like he, I'm like, oh man, here we go. Am I gonna get you? And he just looks at me, a big smile on his face. He goes, "Dude, that was so much fun." I'm like, "Oh, yes. good, good. Oh, that was a good time." <laughs> and then go to Spokane the next night, and that was hot as all hell. And it's just like you never stop sweating. And dude, that place was amazing. Where was that? Some brewery, a cider brewery. By in- the way, did you get? I know you're not a drinker, but you were at Scuttlebutt. It was that hot. Tell me you got a beer. No. Damn it, Steve. Sorry, They Ted. have good beers. They have great beers. I used to live in that and, and Linwood. We would go to Scuttlebutt all the time, man. <laughs> I, I couldn't. When we weren't at Daventhumps. That's a good point. Daventhumps was awesome. <laughs> uh, it was a place called Trailbreaker Cider. And, dude, I don't know if you saw the pictures I had like the, of the cider house. Dude, this place was nuts. Oh, holy cow. Right. I did not see these. Okay, so on Friday, I'm talking to one of my buddies who was also going. He goes, dude, you, you know how the Spokane show is going to go. I'm like, what, what, what are you talking about? He goes, it's sold out. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm thinking, because the Scuttlebutt one was sold out, but it was like about 100 people because they couldn't have more due to COVID protocols. So yeah. I'm like, oh, it'll be still fun worth the trip to go perform in front of him. He's like, no, there's about 300 people are going to be at this show. Nice. We get there, and I see this venue, and it's beautiful. The cider house is great. Again, didn't have a cider, but I heard they're awesome. I did have one of their pretzels, and it was fantastic. God, I bet a cold cider would have tasted good, Steve. It would have, but I'm just like, you know, I got a long drive back. I don't want to even, like, even have a lick of alcohol in me, even though I wasn't even driving. But at I some know, point, like you weren't even driving. At some point, I'm getting into my car. I see, I see. I met them at the North, uh, the North Bend parking ride. So that's all right, how, all yeah. right, all right. But dude, that place that's fair. was nuts. Everybody was there. The crowd was fantastic. They were loud from the get-go. Great matches. Great people. Got to hang out with Gangrel, the WWE legend dude from back in the day from The Brood. Remember him? The vampire guy? I don't know if you were really. Okay, well, he was like an old school dude. And he was cracking me up. We were in the locker room pretty much sitting right next to each other. And he's just sharing. Dude, you thought you and I in our 30s partied pretty hard? Like, the stuff that he was describing to me on a nightly basis like, what we were kind of thinking was, like, crazy nights out together wouldn't even, like, that was, like, before breakfast for him. It wouldn't even register. 
He's just like, yeah, on, on average, he's like, you know, most nights back in the heyday of everything, you know, I'm doing like eight balls, about 10 hits of ecstasy, a bunch of alcohol, smoking some pot, also uh, taking the somas and the other pain pills. And so one of us was just like, so what was like a night off like? Yeah, like what do you do when you don't have to work the next day? And he's like, no, I, we just didn't have nights off. Like, I, if I wasn't working, I was still partying like that. I'm like, he's like, I would try to be good, and I'd show up to a place like a bar, and I'd try and like you know just take it easy, have a couple of drinks. I reach in my pocket, and there was an eight ball in there, and I'm like, well, I guess I should do this, and then it would all start all over again. And I'm like, how are you still alive? All right, that's what I was about to say because it's not like he's going in and doing some random like. I, like he's in a band, not that bands are, but like he's like wrestling people every right. day. I shouldn't have said, but you know what I mean. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. It was insane. Hearing his stories, I'm just like, it is incredible. And it's the nicest guy in the world. Like, obviously, he's, he's like, I had to stop doing all that stuff. He's just, you know, the thing that stopped him with the ecstasy, he says he went to the doctors and they're just like, they're like, hey, we're a little concerned. And like, why? And they show him a, a picture of his brain and it's like, there's a giant hole in it. It's like, yeah. there's a big ass hole in it. And he's like, well, what's wrong? And they're like, well, this is either the result of a massive amount of drugs or massive head injuries or both. Or, right. And he looks at me and he's like, yeah, doc, I'm the or both. <laughs> I was like, God dang, dude. It was nuts. But the highlight of the whole thing, who do I see? Nice one. Excuse me. The mega babes. Oh, Jessica and uh, Ashley. Completely wrong. Ashley and Stephanie. Ashley and Stephanie. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> there was a Jessica there, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So Ashley and Stephanie, all, yeah. I did not know they were coming. And so I'm at the merch table after I had my match and who walks up and I'm just like, at first I'm thinking, what an odd coincidence that you're at this brewery while I'm wrestling. Oh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> and it turns out they came, obviously, because of that they brought one of their, their kids. They're going to come back again. I'm going to be there again on the 24th of July. I'm going back to wrestle again. And they're bringing like some more of their friends and family. So nice. I thought that was, I was like, one of these times, I promise I'm going to just stay the night in Spokane. Like a couple of us are just going to get a hotel and then I can actually enjoy some ciders and, and, and drink with the with the crew. Yeah. But it was awesome. That made my freaking night. Like That I was is like, pretty cool. You know what I mean? Like you, we, remember we, we chat with them quite a bit on, on Twitter and all that. And then all of a sudden there they are at an event that I'm doing in Spokane. And there was a few of the wrestlers are like, because now all these people are starting to rock like the Steve Mig shirts. They bought some Steve Mig shirts and they're just like. What the hell's going on? You're the bad guy. Why is everyone buying your stuff? Right, because Ashley and her boyfriend came out. Uh, and he came too. With the donkeys. Yes. It's badass, man. I wonder, wonder, guess I should say hello to her mom. Her mom was not. Wait, I think her mom was there. Wasn't her mom the one hitting on me on the bus? I think so. I can't remember if uh, that who came to the Relentless one, if it was her mom or Stephanie's mom. All right. Ashley will probably let us know. All right, because <laughs> right, it's those two and then... Uh, who is it? The fashion girl of Bellevue. They were like the original, yes, right? The mega babes. Yeah. <laughs> and she was on our, she got hooked because of Luke Wilson. Yeah. But then turned on Luke. Yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. It was a good time, man. Well, as long as we're giving shout outs, I want to give a shout out to King Street Bar and Oven for having air conditioning. Nice. Yeah. Did you hang out there all night? Uh, before the Sounders match and then post Sounders <laughs> match. Oh, I'm sure we'll talk about it in the wide world of sports, but how hot was it at that game? I, it was it was super hot, but honestly, uh, a, a nice listener named Jessica had hooked me up with a field pass. Oh, so that's the Jessica. You yeah, were that's about. right. So I mean, I was literally on the field. So like, while it was awesome. hot, yeah, it was hard. I was like, uh, it's hot out, but God, this is cool. That's like, yeah. I mean, I would take being hot to have like a once in a lifetime opportunity to be on the field during a game. 
Right. And I told him straight up, I go, if you hadn't offered me this ticket, I, w- I wouldn't be here. Right. Almost everybody else I knew freaking bailed on the game. Right? Oh, they yeah. didn't even make it to the game? Oh, no. you. I couldn't give away tickets. That is funny. Yeah, and if people are hitting me up, do you have anybody that wants to go? I'm like, no. Like, people, it's too hot. Nobody wants to go. The game starts at 6. The prime of the day. Right. Dude, we just witnessed that even, like, on Sunday when we went to, we went somewhere, I think, to Ruston Way for a reason. Sid wanted to get some, like, some summer clothes or something like that at one of these little fancy pants boutiques over there. All right. And I'm like, oh, let's just check out, like, walk around a little bit. It was like, there were people, but barely any. Like the little spray park in Tacoma, almost no kids were there. Then we saw, we saw uh, Ice Cream Social, and we've been wanting to go there so that Tatum could have our first ice cream ever. All right. You know, it thought it'd be kind of a cute thing for pictures. We're like, ah, the line's probably crazy. I'm like, you know what? Let's just check. The line was almost nothing. And I realized yeah. nobody wants to be outside. Nobody, right. If nobody was trying to leave. People were either in the water, in yep. a pool, or in air conditioning. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm, yeah, I know some people showed pictures of like what it was like on like the river or in lakes. And all the pictures reminded me of summer meltdown. It was like there was no room to even exist. Yeah. It was just I like know. nonstop people hanging out in the water. <laughs> Somebody on Saturday called me. They're like, yeah, I got to go buy a tube. I was like, good luck. Right. You think you're going to buy a fan, an AC, or a tube by Saturday morning? Like everything was sold. Out. Well, dude, even yesterday, I my, my sprinkler stopped working for our lawn. So it was just a crappy, like, $12 one that I got at, like, Home Depot or at Lowe's. So I'm like, all right, let me go run over there and get one again. Didn't even think about it. Get there. They have, like, four sprinklers left, like, the, the ones that nobody wants. <laughs> and everything else is empty. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. Sprinklers are actually, like, fun little things for, like, kids to use. And they probably just, like, desperation just said, screw it. Let's just get, like, the ones you use for your lawn. Kids, or I feel like even adults at that point, yeah. like you're just sitting out there with the sprinkler on you. I ain't gonna lie, whenever it would hit me while I was doing the lawn stuff, I was like, I did not complain once. Usually I'm like, oh, look, it's cold. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> Tech Talks, starring the Tech Smith. This weekend, just exercise some caution. Uh oh. I know it's July 4th. I know everybody likes fireworks. We are in a tinder box right now. <laughs> I can't stress that enough. Like, forget the heat that's been out here, right? right. As dry as it's been. You got to remember, we got that snow in February, and it was, you know, January, February were super rainy and wet. But we haven't had a lot of rain since April. Like, May was cool. The first half of June were cool, temperature-wise, but we didn't have rain. So just use caution. Like, use your brain. I I. <laughs> Fireworks are one of my favorite things in the world. So I shouldn't set off my M80s outside my house. Like, I'm just like we like we On don't the brown grass. Right, we don't need just we don't need fires. No. And look, they're coming. Like at some point, they're gonna start up. Right. This isn't gonna be the exception. I mean, this year is worse than ever. So yeah. You know, it's gonna. That's what we were even talking about over in uh, Spokane. Like, oh my gosh. Like we're just like right now, everything's cool, but it's. T- a matter of time before you have to deal with these stupid wildfires again. Oh, it is crazy out there. Other than that, like, stay cool. I mean, look, I was wearing a bucket hat all weekend. It's not the coolest looking thing, but you got to keep it. Uh, use your suntan lotion. I didn't use it on my arm while I was in a car. You got a half farmer's tan. I got a hat, right. I got one arm that's red as hell. Uh, and then, you know, look, I could sit here and tell you to hydrate, but look, I, I get some beers in me. I'm probably not the best on hydration myself, but I'm trying to be smart and work in some water so you can. I was lucky, Steve, because you couldn't have a beer on the sideline. So I was like, oh, it's a good time to hydrate while watching the game. <laughs> it's a shocker that they won't let people drink beers on the, on, the, on the field. That's still the COVID stuff. Oh, what, before that you could? Yeah, generally these seats, it's called pitch side, and there's like oh. tables, and you get like food service and everything else. I don't know what they cost. 
Her and her sister and kind her like friend. Like a diamond club for Sounders, huh? Yeah, but I think okay. you could accue points or whatever. It, it honestly, it was so freaking cool. Like I, at some point, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to shell out the money to sit down there again. That good? It was. But yeah, hydrate, use some suntan lotion. Yeah, other than that, enjoy it. It's gonna be a, you know, you're gonna have a Monday off, a Fourth of July with the next day off. Awesome. God damn, that's awesome. You guys, uh, are you working Friday? No. Nice. Me neither. <laughs> Like, I like, I, like, we get vacation time, but people get so mad at us when we I use know. it. I know. We've talked about this before. And even like the last time we took a couple days off, my buddy Craig Proper, who's been on, you know, we've had yeah. him on here and an awesome dude. He messaged me the first moment we were like back on the air, like, oh, it must be nice to have vacation just jokingly because he knew about the <laughs> yeah. Megacast one. And I'm like, dude. You you are joking. I'm currently looking at text messages from people that are legitimately like angry at us, like clockwork, mad because we had a day off again. I know we've gone yeah. on this tirade before, but it's just like, again, why are you mad at us for taking advantage of vacation days? <laughs> right. What did we do to you? It's not like it came over on my vacation day and took a poop in your punch bowl. <laughs> but no, you know me. I'm, uh, I'll be up north in Stanwood on Friday night and Saturday. Yeah. And then Saturday, I'm not, I'm going... Classic Americana. Not sure if I'm going to the Mariners game, but it's looking like we might hit a Rainiers game. Let me know. Yeah. Yeah, Rainiers. That's where it's at. Yeah, trust me. Yeah. If I go to the Rainiers game, I think I'm going to buy a ticket on the on the drinking fire pit deck. I will tweet it out. Like, please come by and say hello. <laughs> I haven't seen people in a long time. Yeah, dude, it was uh, that was a nice part. Especially, in, like, uh, Everett was cool, but it was, again, it was like a lot of people already, like, it was a smaller group but yeah. because of just how the room was. And it was awesome. Don't get me wrong. I had a really great time. Holy smokes, man. When you're around 300 people, it was overwhelming in Spokane, but like in a good way. Everybody was in a good mood. Yeah. It's a great moment with me, and I'm yelling at this kid during my match, right? So I end up losing in the match. Spoiler alert. Um, I end up losing the match, and I've been jawing at this little kid. He's cute as all hell, but he's yelling back at me. I, I, I lean over the ropes. I'm like, I lost because of you. He's like, no, you didn't. I'm like, yes, I did. <laughs> no, you didn't. We're going back and forth. Dad's cracking up. And I'm like, he's like, no, you didn't. I'm like, yeah, I did. You destroyed distracted me throughout the entire match you were annoying me and i wasn't focused he's like no you lost because you're not a good wrestler and i was like oh man you're just getting inside my inner thoughts yeah i was gonna say that kind of cut 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 deep deep, right so then later on though he comes to the merch table he has his hat on hoping i could sign it for him and i gave him a pin as well i thought it was kind of funny i'm like that's awesome yeah that's awesome he's like six and he gets it you know what yeah. I mean? And there was another kid in the front row. He was a little bit older. He was like 12 or so. And he's jawing at me while I'm beating up Drexel outside in front of him. I'm like, oh, you like this guy? He's like, yeah, boo. So I just see he's wearing a hat and I flip his hat off like a bully. <laughs> and I go back into the ring. I'm beating up on Drexel. At one point, I knock him down. I know he's down for a second. So it's a believable moment. Roll out of the ring. Knock the hat off again. Roll back in the ring. Knock his hat off twice? Yes. His, his dad or uncle messaged me. Goes, dude, that was awesome. He was not. He hasn't stopped talking about that since we left. I was like, yes. Yeah, I signed an autograph Saturday. It was awesome. It's the best, man. Me people were people. like yelling at me. I was like, ah, oh, we're back. Yes. We just hit pause for a year and a half. Yeah. But everything's good again. Not only that, this weekend I got everything in you need in the summer. Like on the lake. We started with a burger, watermelon. Later, we transitioned to some smoked sausages. Then there was a hot dog involved. I mean, it, just getting it done, Steve. Dude, that's like the you've already had the Fourth of July food. I, I basically had Fourth of July on right. Sunday. I know. <laughs> what was that? The twenty seventh of June. It's just like the Fourth of July. <laughs> right. Well, last year, remember? For whatever reason, I couldn't get a hot dog to save my life. 
Like everybody, like I went over to a friend's house on the 4th of July. There was like seven of us because we couldn't have people. Right. And he's like, hey, I sprung for the sausages. And I was like, damn it. I just want a hot dog. And it took right. me to like August for some reason to finally eat a goddamn hot dog. <laughs> Knocking on random people's doors. Excuse me, miss. Do you have a hot dog? Do you have a hot dog? Well, when you live alone, hot dogs only come in packs of eight. Right. So, like, I could cook up two dogs, and then it's like... There's six more. <laughs> right. And then it's like, how many meals do you eat hot dogs in a row before where you feel it in your body? Like, uh, it's a lot of salt. I feel like State Puff Marshmallow Man. Yeah. Yeah. You got hot dogs. You could probably do a night of, like, mac and cheese with, like, little hot dog bites in there. Yeah. And then after that, you might just need to throw the rest away. Yeah. But either way, I'm back on it this weekend, July 4th. Like, <laughs> double fists and dogs. Yes. And watermelon. Watermelon's my jam. Oh, Dude, Sunday, I was a little hungover from the Sounders match, and mm-hmm. the watermelon got broken out. And I, they were like kind of smaller pieces. Yeah. So I'm just housing it. But I just kind of keep putting the rinds back on the plate. And finally, somebody goes, do you want a plate, Ted? And I was like, yeah, yep, you're right. Sorry, I'm a giant animal. <laughs> What's their fault for not cutting the watermelon off the rind already? <laughs> it should have been cubed. Right, with a little, th- a little th- toothpick. So yeah. Pop them in, little balls, watermelon balls. Do you season your watermelon? Oh, with the Mexican stuff. That's what Vicky was talking about. I've never done that. Oh, we had it on Sunday. That stuff is awesome. Apparently, there's a food truck place in Kent. It's called Fire Burrito Barilla or something like that. It's like right across from the the Kent Library. All right. And I'm thinking about maybe swinging by there tomorrow, not for their food, but solely because they have this. I mean, the food looks great, but they have like this watermelon drink that's like watermelon juice and then like chunks of big-ass watermelon with the Mexican seasoning salt or whatever, candied something else in there as well. It just looks next level. That sounds awesome. Yeah, Yeah. man. uh, Last summer, Sal got me on that stuff, and I've been using it ever since. Yeah, I I just have watermelon as watermelon, and I've been always happy. I didn't think I needed to make it any better. Well, back east, people used to salt it sometimes, too. I've heard that, too, and I've never done that. Yeah, but the Mexican stuff, what is the name of it? Oh, man. Does it start with a T? No. Chuchacha, something to. Uh, let's not try it. Chucharon. <laughs> Two white ass white guys. <laughs> but everybody knows what we're talking about. It's delicious. Buy some and put it on your fruit. You know what? We're going to take a break and figure out what the hell we're talking about. Probably not. But when we come back, we'll get into the wine world of sports. <laughs> I'm sorry. I fell asleep while these two knuckleheads were talking. Yawn. The Megacast will be back. Music festivals are back. Live music. Huge crowds. Get ready for Billie Eilish. I can't seem to focus. It all kicks off in the afternoon, so get ready to take a nap with special guest Lana Del Rey. Man, child. And when the sun goes down, pull up your blankie for Ariana Grande. It's like you got superpowers. It's Snooze-a-Palooza. Snooze-a-Palooza. So wear your jammies. Even though most of you wear them all the time anyway. To Snooze-a-Palooza. Overpriced tickets and mile away parking available now. One of these two dicks just farted. 
Oh, that's not their ass. It's their overall existence that stinks. The Megacast is back. You know what? She can't bring us down today. No, screw her. Summer's back. The state's open. That's right. The hell with her. What's her name again? I don't even Alice. know. Alice? You can eat my butt, Alice. So it's T-A-G-I-N. Tajin? Tajin? I don't know. I feel Ta-heen? like we're... I'm Ta-heen. Ta-heen? Right, because J's are silent. Tajin. Uh, yeah. It's good. Tajon. <laughs> and the, the drink I'm talking about at uh, Fire Tacos in Kent is called the Aguas Frescas. Fresh water. And they got... <laughs> wow, Steve. Your Spanish is strong. <laughs> I did get like a 90% in high school in, in Spanish. Uh, it, it, did you retain any? No, none. Yeah, I mean, I could say like, hello, my name right. is Beer, speech. I could say like, trabajo, I think it's work. All right. Donde esta el baño? Where's right, the, bathroom? the bathroom? Uh, Donde esta la playa? Where's the... Where's the beach? Where's the beach? Yeah. Cerveza. Dos cervezas, por favor. Yes. <laughs> See. See, I just tried to throw a little like accent on it, so you might think I know what I'm doing. Oh, I was gonna say they're not gonna think you're possibly from Mexico. No, it's just like, oh, this guy knows something. Like, no, I'm out. I'm out. Yeah, this drink looks like a whole other level. Like, I, I want to go there today. <laughs> it is weird in the summertime. I'm like, I mean, fruit's good all year round. The apples in the fall are the best, but in the summertime, you're like, you're out in the sun. It's like, no, let's let's just eat fruit. Okay, so you had to pick. I consider them the, the three melons. Are you a watermelon, honeydew, oh. or cantaloupe guy? Okay. Watermelons first. Yes, same here. Cantaloupe second. Yep. Honeydew third. Third. But I do, I'm not here for honeydew slander. Okay, a, good. Thank you. A lot of people hate on honeydew. I think those people suck. Yeah. So yeah. that means you, Mike Hawk. That means you, Taryn Daly. Yeah. Steve hates you. <laughs> yeah, I'm not happy with you. You know what? I love honeydew when it's almost room temperature. Like when you f- first open it up and it's like... I mean, look, don't get me wrong. Honeydew is like, there's that fine, like, you got to find that perfect sweet spot when it's like ready to go. Because if not, cantaloupe can, cantaloupe could be the same way. Yeah. Kind of like an avocado. Like when an avocado is ripe, it's awesome. But when you're chewing on a ch- like hard one, it's no good. And I feel the same way about cantaloupe. Like cantaloupe has a weird shelf life. But watermelon, watermelon, just crack it in. Even when it's not even super flavorful, it's perfect. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so right before we get to Thinking the wild about world, just ripping my hands into like a watermelon, just ah! Oh my gosh, I would do that. I sometimes swing by like uh, the QSC or the Albertsons and I go get like a sandwich after I play hockey. Yeah. And they have like the cups of watermelon. Yeah. And I get those all the time. I do it too. I do it in my QFC all the time too. Sometimes I get the little mini bowl. I haven't gotten so aggressive where I get the giant bowl. But it's yeah. like, whatever, man. It's I know it's not like it's not the healthiest fruit, but it's still a freaking fruit. Tom. It's still a fruit. Right. What it wouldn't mean a MCTP talk about, right? Because people were like, bananas isn't the healthiest fruit. Right. But, but nobody awesome. got fat eating bananas. <laughs> right? Like, yeah. no, he's like, like, I wasn't like, I weighed 360 because I just couldn't stop eating bananas. <laughs> no. It's the same with watermelon. I saw a guy, Jordan Sides, like a Instagram fitness guy, right? At least that's where I follow him. And he'll always talk about watermelon. He's like... Find me someone who got fat only eating watermelon. You're not going to be able to find it. You can eat a pound of watermelon, and you shouldn't feel bad about it at all. Right. It's like, get real. <laughs> so I haven't listened to this yet. I, my wife sent it to me, and I know what it is. And I was like, I'm going to save it for either on the air or on the Megacast. And I honestly forgot until this moment. And See, you should have lied said you saved it for me, Steve. Well, oh, yes, I did. I Thanks, meant, bud. I, I meant this for you. So... When I sit in the little, like a little reading room and Tatum will p- find a book and pick it and be like, hey, read it to me. So right now, 
It's just really cute. Like she'll hand you the book and she'll back her ass up <laughs> onto your lap. <laughs> just well, yeah, could, could, that phrase doesn't belong with your child, man. <laughs> Forget any of that that I just said. She'll hand you the book. Back her ass. She'll up. slowly Jesus. back what her. What are little, you teaching this kid? Back she's, that ass up. She's over one and a half. I didn't mean it that way. <laughs> I'm tired, Ted. I, I, I get what you're saying. She walks backwards, sits in your lap, sits her butt onto my like calves. Basically, I'm sitting like you know right. cross-legged, and and she's like. Read this to me. And so we have a, a stupid Frozen 2 book, and it's one of those like ones where you hit a button and it plays music, and, so right. she, and, it, and you can sing along to it. So I like to sing along with her, and I, I've listened to this damn book so many times, I almost know all the lyrics. And so my wife thinks it's cute when I do that, and so every once in a while she'll like secretly record me and send me the thing and be like, hey, I caught you. And I'm like, all okay. Right. But this one, I think... I was a little too excited to sing the song, so I was like, oh boy, I should probably share this because it's embarrassing. All right. And, and what better thing to do than to share something embarrassing to my friend Ted? You're not a voice. You're just a ringing in my ear. And if I saw you, which I don't, unspoken for, I fear. Everyone I ever loved is here within these walls. I'm sorry, secret siren, but I'm blocking out your calls. I've had my adventure. I don't need something new. I listen if I follow you into the unknown. I'm so glad that she doesn't. Into the unknown. I have bad hearing. Uh oh. Into the unknown. I think that was Lulu howling. Whoa. Are you out there? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you show me? And that's why drummers don't get microphones. That's probably right. God. I mean, good for you. But when it started, I was like, he's kind of just talking. I like those high notes, though. Whoa. Are you out there? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? She loves it. She's like, Dad's an idiot. Banning the globe to bring you the. So, if you ever say, Hey, Steve, what are you up to? Probably doing that at home. The thrill of victory <laughs> and the agony of defeat. Ted Smith's Wide World of Sports Brought to you by Smith Family Popcorn Good people Great popcorn It's great Oh For the record I'm making fun of your singing but people if you listen to KSW you've heard my my singing so summer gold right I'm right there with you it is all and it is so uncomfortable when I have to record those things you and I will never be hall notes no no sir <laughs> Smith and Miggs uh let's see Sounders hey they just don't lose they don't they don't lose I don't know when. I mean, eventually you would think they'd have to lose. So let's say want to be like the Invincibles, like Arsenal never lost in that one season. How many more games? There's still a lot of games left, though, right? Oh yeah, the season okay. doesn't end till like October. How many games like, in the season? What is what's 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 eighteen and eighteen? Thirty six. I think so. Yeah, right. Because 
right? Because there's 17 or 18 home games, so then you got to go on the road. Yeah. So right, so I think there's like 36. So it's probably not going to happen to be undefeated for the entire season. Correct. That's okay. why, like, if you're it's a soccer cool, fan, that's, that's one big thing with Arsenal. It's like there was one year in the Premier League where a team either won or drew every game. And, we uh-huh. call, and that's why they're called the Invincibles. The Invincibles. Yeah. So they, right. But right now, I'll take it. Uh, also, I'll just remind anybody, I'm guilty of this, until you see pros up close, I could not get over the speed and crispness yeah. of those passes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like when you're sitting down by the ice and you kind of forget because it looks so easy for them. It's like, oh, they are... Like I would have, you have no chance of playing with pros. No, no. I mean, I play with guys that like are ten years out of the league. Even some that are even five years out of the league. A guy like Tanner Glass, who was a really good hockey player, but played for the Rangers and stuff. I I play with him most Thursdays, and it's just and he's out of the league, so he's not able to keep up with those guys. Yeah, and he's on a whole other level. Yeah, I was just I was shocked. Uh, let's see, NBA playoffs going on. Look, I like it. I think it's great. Uh, there's some teams involved that aren't generally there. Like the Phoenix Suns? Phoenix Suns, Atlanta Hawks. Uh, kind of sucks that the stars are getting hurt, but also I'm kind of laughing because there was a whole giant thing with the players being like, we can't play a whole season, this and that. So the NBA right now, if you're uh, the commissioner, you got to be like, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. We, if we end up with the Suns versus Hawks or even like Milwaukee, but Giannis isn't playing. Like, right. I mean, I'll still watch it, but it, it just, it's crazy. And it's, but also it's good to see other players who are that good getting some due. Yeah, we watched, I watched a couple of games just because my father-in-law loves basketball. And, oh, and, nice. And you know, Really? Oh, huge basketball fan. He's more of a college and high school basketball fan. All right, I just didn't picture him as a hoops guy. Yeah, oh, that's obsessed. No obsessed kidding. Obsessed with hoops. Like, that's all he watches. Pros, he watches most of their games, but he is obsessed with college basketball. Loves the Huskies. He goes to every high school f- basketball game in town, like he'll just go to games knowing nobody because he's like excited to see if possibly one of these kids will one day become a superstar. O'Day has the second best player in the country right now. Oh, I bet he knows all about him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And, and look, and I get it. I have some friends that played college hoops and they don't like watching the NBA because mm-hmm. they think it's a little too one-on-one, this and that. But I have fallen, not fallen in love, but I started watching it and it's crazy. It's just these giant athletes. It looks like they're moving in slow-mo yep. and they're just so smooth about it. All right, so you got the NHL finals going on. Yes, big game tonight. Game two. G- game two. Yep. Tampa looked unstoppable. <laughs> All right, so here's what brings me to my question. Right, Tampa Bay Buccaneers won. Tampa Bay Lightning are the reigning champ. Yep. And look like they're going to go on for another one. Yep. The Rays were in uh, the World Series last year. Yep. Is Tampa Bay turning into the new Boston? It's title town. It's yeah. unbelievable. It's insane, dude. Yeah. It's so crazy. And I can't remember the name of the guy on the Canadians. The guy that was all bloody. His face was all bloody because one of the guys in Tampa just threw him down. But he was like trying to hit one of the big players. That guy barely moved. And I'm like, man, all of Tampa Bay hated that one guy. Like they were just effing with him throughout the entire game. I'm like, yeah. what did he do? Did he have sex with one of their girlfriends or wives? Because they're just really. They were like, all they're, over him. They're dummying him. through. I mean, every player is like pushing him, taking cheap shots at him. I'm like. What is going on? But that I hope Montreal bounces back, man. I don't want to see get yeah get a couple games in. And honestly, the goaltender from Montreal made some great saves. I mean, Price is great. That that score could have been even more ridiculous. He's a great goalie. He's one of the greats. Yeah, he was just like I turned it on the second half, and I was like, that poor bastard is just under attack. Yeah, man, it just shows. Like, I mean, the Canadians were the underdog for a reason. I mean, maybe they've just kind of you know run out of gas because I mean they've. 
They they avoided a sweep against Toronto where they were or not a sweep, but they were down like three games to one. And then they had a, they, I think they swept Winnipeg, which was a shocker. And then they had a good battle with um, Vegas. So that's right. It, that was a good series. Yeah. So I mean, I wonder if like you know they, they're the team that could kind of like the little train that could, but I, I think at some point maybe they just. But we say that the one game tonight they could come back. Could be a completely win. different thing. Right. Right. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Did you see? Not see. Uh, I'd but, bring up F one, but damn it, Max won again. F and Max, man. F and Max. Every time I see F one's on, I'm like, I don't want to watch it. I want to support Max. Right, I know, and he he's doing very well this year. <laughs> Kraken got a head coach. I saw that Dave Hextall. I know Dave Hextall. You know Ron Hextall. All right, I was like, wait a minute, I know that name. Yeah, Ron Hextall was a great goalie for the Philadelphia um, uh, Flyers, Flyers, and he was a violent goalie. He All was right, the kind of goalie that, like, if you got near him, he would slash your legs with his uh, goalie stick. Got into fights with teams. He was like aggressive. Like I. Hated the Flyers, obviously, being a Devils fan, but loved Hextall. See, I remember hating the Flyers and hating him specifically. Yeah, oh yeah, he's a yeah. very hateable guy. He was a dick. So his brother's our coach. Different spelling, but almost sounds the same. Oh, so they're not related. Not related at all. Okay, Hextall all right. is H-E-X-T-A-L-L. Dave, Hex- Dave Hextall is H-A-K-S-T-O-L, but it's, it's pronounced Hextall. All right. So it's close. And they work together. So it's kind of funny. Like they worked together, I think, in uh, Philadelphia with the Flyers. I think Hextall is like a main guy up there. But yeah. I should work with a guy on a show. We call it Schmidt and Smith. Schmidt and Smith. (laughs) I don't want to say that fast too many times. But we we talked to uh, Dave Hextall this morning. Nice. And it was pretty awesome. And uh, I have a couple clips for you to hear. All right. Because I had to remind him who the backup to the backup to the emergency goalie is. And that's, you know, me, Steve Steve Mix. Yeah. So, I mean, I was the first pick ever. It bothers me that they don't acknowledge that. Have they followed you yet? No, no, nothing. And I'm sure, like when like they unveil their jerseys, they're gonna give them to all the sports radio people who knew nothing about hockey, who barely gave hockey any love when they first announced they were coming to town. Barely gave, and I paid attention. Barely gave the team love Mm. when uh, the team's name was announced. But now all of a sudden, we all love hockey because we're the official station that's gonna play their games. Watch, they all get jerseys with their names on them. But you know who won't get one? It's probably us. Yeah, it's like being a you know Sounders fan, a Alliance Council person, like. Season tickets since 09, but... Massive yeah, supporter. Massive supporter. Friends with some of the people in the club. But yeah, yeah. free jersey's probably fun. Groom- sure, Gregor loved his. Yeah. Groomsman at one of the former players' wedding. Yeah. I mean, you know. Right? No big deal. No, I mean, no big deal. Not that Ted and Steve are bitter on the Megacast. <laughs> yeah, you know what no. makes you bitter is when everybody goes, why didn't you get one? I know. I like... I don't want to talk about it. Oh, dude, you always have to be like, oh, I bet the Kraken are going to be using you for a bunch of stuff. I'm like, no. No. No, I, I, don't, I don't even think they know my name. I know my friend Ross knows my name, and my friend Dan that works there, he knows my name, but that's about it. I mean, so, you know, sometimes you got to bang your own drum, and so we have Dave and remind on, them. And you're like, the, yeah, I'm, yeah. Your, I'm your goalie right now. Until you get actual goalies, I'm right now the starting goalie for the Seattle Kraken. You're ready to play. I am, and I told him that. I have to bring this up because a few people have been texting as well. You know, uh, back in 2018, we had Tim Lywicki and uh, Jerry Bruckheimer in. And the first true acquisition for the team, the first draft pick, was yours truly. They picked me as 
the uh, backup to the backup to the emergency goalie. So I just wanted to, like, Coach, it's nice to finally meet you. And um, I was hoping I could get number 40. And wouldn't, let me know when practice is going to be. I'm ready to go. I like that he's in charge of picking the numbers. I know. And I called him Coach. <laughs> the way you, that was a good line. Coach, it's great to meet you. Dude, for the rest of the interview, I called him Coach, too. Nice. I'm, I'm trying to find and figure out if that means you have to come to rookie camp or if you're now a veteran and you just jump right into the camp. I'm going to look into this. I'll get it's a good question, Steve. Well, I have the answers. All right, all right. Get back to you. Uh, <laughs> Coach, I'm in my 40s. I don't know if I could be a rookie. I think I'm, yeah. I'm going right into the vet status. <laughs> <laughs> Dave Haxtall, your coach of the Seattle Kraken. Thanks for being with us this morning, Dave. Hey, thank you for having me on. and look forward to meeting everybody in person soon. Yeah, Coach, just so slide into my DMs and let me know when I need to be there for practice. <laughs> yeah, I got my right. gear in my car at all times. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah I'm going to going to uh, camp planning here within the next week, so I'll be in touch. <laughs> look for the letter. I don't know if we'll do it by letter, you know, and probably email now, so just, uh, just be watching yeah. for that. All right. I don't believe you, man. I don't think you're going to do like, this. Uh, what was it? Uh, don't call us, we'll call you. Yeah, I, I feel like, yeah, yeah, I think that's going to... <laughs> That's pretty good, Coach. Oh, you slide into my DM. Feel free to hit me up, Coach. I'm ready. I got my gear with me at all times. But I did offer a suggestion, you know, being now a member of the Kraken, I was trying to tell him who I think they should pick in the expansion draft. Oh, nice. <laughs> so this happened. And, Coach, so, I, I don't mean to, like, you know, tell you who to pick. <laughs> I told you I kept calling him Coach. I got him Coach the whole time. As soon as I established that I'm on the team, I'm like, Coach, no more Dave, no more Mr. Hackstall. It's Coach. And Coach, so, I, I don't mean to like you know tell you who to pick in the expansion draft, of course, but uh, when, when the time comes when you guys are picking from Philadelphia, I've been saying this on the air, and I, I got to plant the seed in your ear. I mean, I feel like we got to grab Gritty. He's, he's the ultimate mascot, and I think it's yeah. time for him to be the mascot for the Kraken. <laughs> well, I'm asked for my opinion on that one. And the best part is he worked, he, he was the coach for Philadelphia, I think, when Gritty first came oh, on no the kidding. team. So I was like, this is perfect. This, this is someone who knows Gritty, it's coach. I don't know if that'll be my first choice, but... What? Maybe we can find a spot on the blue line for him or, you know, somewhere. Yeah. Um, yeah, Gritty, it's, it's, a, it's a funny story. The first couple of days that uh, Gritty was introduced, um, all the kids were scared of him and uh, nobody knew quite what the heck was going on. And uh, here we are a couple of years later, he's, he's become a pretty popular figure in town there. He's like an icon. It's awesome. Yeah. I mean, he's, you're right. Did, I mean, right. Did you imagine having Gritty as our mascot? He would be a rock star here. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. He already is. Yeah. Like, I give two S's about the Philadelphia Phillies. Or Jesus, Flyers. the Flyers. Yeah. But you know who Gritty is. It's so remember when he first came into the league and everyone's like, "What are they?" Yeah, thinking? It looked like he was on acid, and everybody was universally crapping on the Flyers for this being their mascot. And then, like, it felt like within a week, everyone fell in love with Gritty. They're like, "This is so stupid. I love it." Yeah, I always wonder too with like a guy like that, right? You're the new head coach in a town that's like, you know, fired up for hockey, and I like. I get, I, I like sports. I get what the sports guys have to ask, like the real questions, but that's going to be kind of nice once in a while to just do an interview that's just like, right, not too serious. Like, yeah, a couple questions. Like I asked yeah. like, hey, what kind of identity do you want this team to have? You know, like yeah. certain things, but like there's no team really to really evaluate with him. It's just, he's now the coach, you know, and it's more fun to like do that. I agree, man. Like 
you wonder, like, he's like probably having to answer a lot of serious questions, and people are really like want answers. Like, right, about maybe. philosophy and right. stuff like that. And I'm like, will you draft Gritty? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> or he gets off the phone, he's like, never put me on that show again. You know what? You're right. That could have gone the other way. <laughs> right. He might be like, we're not doing that one again. <laughs> Actually, don't even let that guy in the arena. Right. Like, I hope we have a ban on this guy. He's not our goalie. <laughs> the battery hangs up and he's just it's like this town is strange yeah what the hell did i get people, myself into these people are weird is it the heat are they always this weird and i did tell him like oh yeah i got a cracking tattoo on my leg <laughs> he's probably like this guy is a psychopath he thinks he's our goalie he got a tattoo on his leg he won't stop calling me coach and you specifically said coach can i get number 40 I mean, like, you're ready to go. My gear's in the back, ready to go at all times. <laughs> I did that once. Like, I remember who I was talking with on the team. It was an interview with, like, I think maybe the, it might have been with Everett Fitzhugh, who turned out to be the, uh, the he's the radio play-by-play, or radio co- commentator. All right. And the audio must have got back to the office, because my buddy Dan, Dan, Dan is one of the Laiwikis. He's not uh, right. Tim and Todd, right. obviously, but, like, he's part of the Kraken organization. And I played hockey with him. He's a friend of mine. Great guy. He just sends me a text. He goes, number 40, huh? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, it's just kind of, I wonder if I can find that text. It's just so great, because it was just like, of all the things that he remembered from our interview, he was like, you want number 40, huh? <laughs> is 40 a big hockey number? Or is no, that it's just, just yours? the number I wore. All right. Well, I play. <laughs> he goes, Migsy, number 40. <laughs> Have a great weekend. <laughs> That's awesome. I mean, so I, I, I feel like it's. I got it on a text. I told coach, <laughs> if anyone else gets number 40, Ted, I'm going to be freaking pissed. <laughs> I'll tell you what. When they have some event... And you get a plus one. You bring me. I'm I'm right there. Yeah, coach, coach. <laughs> I don't know anything about hockey except from this guy, but I'm ready to play for you, coach. We're good. I coached uh, his team yeah, to their first victory ever in a right. beer in a beer tournament. And you guys are in a little bit of a slump. Let me go in there. Yeah, take right. the night off. Right. <laughs> Let me pace behind the players a little bit. And if you wanted number forty, the the significance, fun little backstory. Because I used to go by number forty-seven. That was like a right. number. Because uh, my birth year reversed. I was just like, no, 74 or 40. I don't know why. I just thought that was cool. All right. 40 is my wedding date added up. So 12, 12. 18, 10. All right. 40. Boom. You can't wear a 74 either. Why is that? Well, it's Oshi. Oh, yeah. Well, and goddamn Munson. Yeah. Mun- that, no, that was fun when Munson <laughs> and I were like, I was 47, he was 74 in the donkeys. We thought that was cool. We're homies. And then I changed my number after the first year, and he's like, the hell, man? Why'd you change the number? I'm like, well, we had a really bad year last year, and I just kind of want to change things. Yo, sometime on one of the buses, he had he had his his uh, sweater on, and I was wasted. It was just like, who do you think you are, TJ Oshi? And they were, he was just like, I can't believe you actually pulled that. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully Oshi will be rocking number 74. I, I, I should have asked Coach about that. And yeah. actually coach, coached him in high school and also in college, uh, TJ Oshi. It's coming together, Steve. It's, it's meant to be. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll soon have my teammate, TJ Oshi, here in Seattle. That'd be pretty sweet. Yeah, and I'm glad you don't have to go to rookie camp. You know, I felt like that would be wrong. Like, I'm not going to have to pay, like, a rookie meal for all the pro. You know, they should be treating me to dinner. Yeah, somebody should be carrying your bags. 100%. This guy's going to ask me to go to rookie camp. I'm the, I'm your first pick ever. <laughs> 
Put some respect on my put name, Coach. Put some respect on it. All right, we got to get out of here. It's been fun, Ted. Yeah. Back next week? I believe so. You believe right. You have no idea. <laughs> you know, next week, I'll forget that we even did a show this week, Ted. All right. Happy Fourth of July, everybody. Into the unknown. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter. Twitter. At the Megacast. The Megacast. Say hi to the Mega Babes. <laughs> Megacast.